Sometimes when you're trying too hard to impress your spouse, uh, there's something deeper going on beneath the surface. Uh, it might be because of something that happened long ago when you were a child. I'm John Fuller, joined by my focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. And Aaron, in your counseling work, I wonder if you can describe a time when you saw some issues uh, in front of you that the couple was dealing with, but the threads go way back into childhood. Yeah. Well, first of all, most times okay. it is something from our family of origin. And I mean, almost all issues lead back somewhere to something we've experienced previously, especially when there are big reactions in the present. There's a high probability it's tied to your family of origin or something in the past. Matter of fact, I have a couple friend that they begin to notice very different responses when their kids were sick. And it was interesting because the wife had a large response um, emotionally when her kids were struggling with any physical ailment. And so as we dug into that, it was so interesting because, you know, really I was like, what is the fear there? And, you know, and she was like, well, I feel helpless and out of control. And, but then we tied it back to her childhood. And she said, well, it makes total sense. Growing up in my house, we didn't have health insurance. Uh -huh. And so if someone was sick, well, it was kind of a frenzy because we had to get rid of the ailment before we ended up in the ER. Mm -hmm. And so there were all kinds of different home remedies they did. And it was really a crisis in essence. And she said, in many ways, I felt like there was something wrong with me if I got sick. As she landed there, you know, we explored that, we talked about it, but then I asked her the question, what do you want your kid's experience to be when they're sick? Oh, that's a great question. And she was like, oh, <sighs> I don't want them to go through what I went through growing up. And I said, well, then there's an opportunity to choose something different. That's great insight. And uh, let's go ahead and turn now to a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Lisa Jacobson and Felicia Masonheimer. And Lisa shared a story of a time when her husband, Matt, had to come to terms with something really painful from his past. Lisa, your husband, Matt, had quite a childhood. Mm -hmm. um, describe how uh, you became that place of comfort and refuge for him. I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes, again, men aren't very good about opening up. We're not as good about having terror in our lives and then going to our wives and saying, can you pray for me? I'm experiencing this. Mm -hmm. It's not typically what we do. We compartmentalize. We do it alone, unfortunately, mm -hmm. which is not healthy. But what did Matt do in your case? Yeah, I feel like there is a tendency with men to, um, I'm generalizing, but, yeah, yeah. but to not necessarily look back at their childhood and connect what happened maybe with some of your concerns or your triggers now. You think we're like that? Yeah. Well, I, I, let me say, say we that? definitely okay, are. Right, like right. <laughs> Trying to be gracious. <laughs> You're very <here>. nice. <laughs> but um, so my husband grew up in uh, northern British Columbia, and he would just go out and ride his horse um, at 10 years old, like for all day long, just oh. leave in the morning, come back at 10 o'clock at night, and just had the, like right out there in the bush. And he would tell Mike, our kids these stories of this wild life he lived all on his own. Of course, my kids thought this was the greatest thing. Like, Absolutely. Can you imagine just Freedom. going out, no cell phone, just <laughs> you and your horse in the bush? And 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 I also thought, I mean, I grew up in Southern California, so it was a very different experience. But there was something about it that just kind of troubled me, you know, just I like, couldn't quite put it into words. But I, one day I was thinking about it and I realized, wait a minute, where was, where was your mom <laughs> right. when you were out on this horse for... 12 hours at a time at 10 years old. Yeah. And um, and so I asked him, 
and his eyes filled with tears, which was not is not a common thing. And he said, I don't know, no one missed me. Wow, think of that. And yeah, so it was a really like we both were, you know, we both had a tearful conversation about that and mm. and how he had changed this the story to make it sound like it was wonderful and amazing. Yeah. But his boy that little boy's heart, he knew deep down that yeah. nobody yeah. noticed. It was kind of crushing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's And it amazing. just explained a lot of things I thought in our even in our marriage that that tendency to kind of keep to himself and to look after himself and not Well, and it connected you in a much deeper way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know him better now. I do. Which and I is, under- that's what intimacy is, right? Yeah. I said I want to be that refuge. I care about where you are and where yeah. you're going. And to this day, I'll, you know, I I just keep like text like text me when you get there, text me when you leave and yeah. not in a hovering way, but just yeah, a yeah. I know where you are. I know where you're, what you're up to and want to know no, you're okay. Really good. Uh, Felicia, we're going to experience hurt in marriage. There's going to be a couple of marriages. People listening, they're going to write or send us a text saying, we, we've never had real pain in our marriage. God bless you. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. What an experience. But for most marriages, there's going to come you know, some speed bump. Hopefully not a brick wall, but it could be that. <laughs> what are some ways that the flirtation experiment um, can help with that bump in the road? Yeah. So my husband and I had some really hard first years. And because of that, there was kind of this reverberation forward through the rest of our marriage where, you know, if you have hurt each other really deeply, you struggle to trust each other in some ways. And so mm. we were definitely you know, dealing with that throughout our marriage. And the flirtation experiment, you know, it started out as this fun, lighthearted thing. But then as time went on, it got to be, you know, a deeper connection, a more intimate connection. And that is what allowed us to really address those hurts and to build that trust back up again, to actually um, connect with him in a way that, that we both felt like, okay, yes, we were hurt, you know, in year two and year three, but here in year six and year seven, by doing these things and connecting with one another practically, we're actually healing a lot of those patterns and sure. healing a lot of what happened back then. And, and you know, Lisa was a big part, Lisa and Matt, her husband were a big part and helpful to us in that process. So, which is one reason I was so excited to get to write the book with her. Um, but, you know, it isn't easy. I'm not saying that it was easy or is easy to heal those patterns and those hurts, but it's definitely possible with the Lord. Yeah, that's so good. And that's really the goal, isn't it? Right. I mean, you don't want to linger in that pain because you're yeah. going to go 30 years with it getting worse. And then you're going to wake up and go, I don't want to stay married anymore. Right. That is the tragic ending yeah. of, of that relationship. Whoever sets out getting married thinking someday I'll divorce you. Right. It's not what you intend. You want to live together for your entire life. Well, Greg, uh, going back to that story that Lisa shared there, if we didn't have a good relationship with our parents as we were growing up, um, how do we avoid kind of taking that out? Um, applying that pain to our wife and kids. Yeah, there's got to be, first and foremost, some self-awareness. We have to be able to link, you know, some things that happened mom and dad growing up, and therefore, you know, I have a propensity to then take this out on my wife or my kids. Mm -hmm. And the more we can really start to see those links, boy, that can be such a big part, especially going to a counselor. A counselor is going to really help you begin to tie those and really understand those links so that 
when something triggers you, then you've got other resources besides, you know, anger or whatever that might look like in terms of taking that out on a spouse. Um, I think the more that we can educate ourselves around that, so much great content on the web. Obviously, there's some a lot of bad as well. So I know but focus, not on our website. No, we've got your a, team does a lot of great stuff. Absolutely, in. You know, our counselors have put together some fantastic resources around just dealing with past trauma and just family of origin. Mm-hmm. So just continue to educate yourself. I think another big one is to learn how to set boundaries with parents, you know, when necessary. That can be a big part of that that healing because a boundary, well, let me say it this way, a godly boundary is done so that your heart stays open. And so, and what do you mean by that? Yeah, so they're they're you know people often see boundaries as why well, I need to put this force field around myself, or I need to put this big wall and have Rottweilers Nobody patrolling, right. right? And that's really not the purpose of a of a godly boundary. It's it's I'm putting something in place because I don't feel safe in this relationship, and I want to stay open to this person. So here's the boundary, and thus I I made a safe distance now, and thus my heart can stay open. And so think through if there's some boundaries, maybe limiting the amount of time um, or the types of contact you have with parents. I mean, that, that really is worth thinking that through, especially with a counselor. And then, John, I, w- I would say, you know, just the, the, the power of forgiveness. And the, the more you can go to a place of empathy around um, your parents and what they went through and their struggles mm-hmm. that led them to treat you in the way that that can really open the door for that forgiveness. Um, that's another huge way to keep our hearts open is to actually go through that process of forgiveness. Yeah. And again, we call one of our counselors and our mm-hmm. counselors would love to give you that consultation and, and help you think through what, what, yeah, with, with my family of origin, with my parents, maybe what are some important boundaries or mm-hmm. what, what's the healing process really need to look like? They can help refer to a great Christian counselor than in your area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our counseling team is phenomenal. And uh, if what you're hearing today resonates with you, and um, you're feeling alone, you're not. You have friends here at Focus, and uh, we'd count it a privilege to to chat with you. Um, we could schedule that call for one of our counselors to uh, uh, talk with you when you call 800, the letter A in the word family. Uh, the link is in the show notes as well for finding a counselor in your area. And uh, just know that when you call, uh, you're going to be heard, and they're going to empathize with you, and they'll pray with you, and help you get on a road to recovery. Now, uh, in the clip we heard with Lisa and Felicia, they talked a little bit about their book, uh, which is called, again, The Flirtation Experiment, Putting Magic, Mystery, and Spark into Your Everyday Marriage. It really is a great book about keeping your relationship strong and growing, and uh, we're making that available today for a gift of any amount. So please donate generously as you can to the work of Focus on the Family. If you've never given before, now's a great time to hear from you, either a one-time gift or a monthly pledge, if you can, of any amount. And uh, you can see details about supporting the work of Focus on the Family, uh, donating and getting that book, uh, all in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Shanti Feldhahn and Dr. Michael Seitzma. They'll be addressing three types of sexual desire. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.
Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.